You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a busy and transformative week full of planetary transits. We have a bunch going on. We have two sign changes. We also have Mars going out of its post-shadow retrograde finally, which happens at the beginning of the week. Venus will leave Aries and head into Taurus, giving us the opportunity to take a more tranquil approach when it comes down to our relationships and the way we earn money. Mercury will leave Pisces at the end of this week and move into Aries, which will help us think and communicate in a way that's fast-paced. And Mercury will be the planet making the most alignments this week, allowing us the opportunity to speak our minds in complex situations. And we have another week where the graph is absolutely reflecting all this planetary activity we have going on. From the beginning of the week, March 13th, all the way to March 17th, we have an abundant amount of psychic energy going on. With all the planets we have in Pisces and Saturn going into Pisces a week ago, we're going to have a ton of extrasensory energy occurring. So we can feel more in tune than we normally do. We can feel as though our dreams are more prophetic. We can feel as though our instincts are on fire. We're able to sense vibes better and we're also able to pick up on other people's emotions which could get dicey at the middle of the week. From the 15th all the way up to the 17th, we have imagination and confusion mixed in with emotional sensitivity, which the emotional sensitivity will last until about the 18th. So some of that psychic energy that we're feeling, we might be picking up on things that that feel uncomfortable. And again, picking up on other people's vibes. Sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a very uncomfortable thing, especially if you're having a hard time distinguishing what you're feeling versus what someone else is feeling. You could be picking up on other people's anxieties and it may not be your own. So it will be best to ground your energy the best way you can during those periods. Romantic energy will be intersecting that. The romantic energy starts up from the 13th all the way up until about the 17th, but it's intersecting that psychic energy. It's intersecting that imagination and confusion. It's also intersecting that emotional sensitivity. On top of that, ambitious energy, mental energy, and also solitude. We could feel motivated to work on relationship issues and communication issues, but also by the time we get to the 16th all the way up until about the 18th, we may need some space to ourselves. We may need time to recharge our batteries, especially with that emotional sensitivity popping up and intersecting solitude, we are absolutely going to need some space. And by the time we get to the 18th to the 19th, we have more mental energy and some family and friends energy. So it could be a day of interacting with people who seem like family, but also having a day where you're reflecting on things and trying to analyze the best course of action when it comes down to complex issues in your life. So yeah, this week will be anything but boring. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. On the 15th, Mars leaves its post-shadow retrograde finally. We can now say goodbye to this Mars retrograde series in Gemini. Next week, Mars will move on to Cancer. Mars will finally be changing signs. So we have one more week of Mars in Gemini, but at least this Mars in Gemini for this next seven days will be a normal Mars in Gemini without all the retrograde bullshit that we've dealt with since her third when Mars went into its pre-shadow retrograde phase. So here's the forward movement. That same day, the sun is going to make a conjunction with Neptune, which is going to be helpful for boosting our egos through mystical things. 
Aside from a few alignments and everything is going on, and then of course the Pisces stellium and Saturn going into Pisces, this is one of the main reasons why we were getting that psychic energy popping up on the graph. So this is going to be a day where we're really in tune with our intuition. It's going to feel really potent on that day. We're going to have a lot of psychic experiences on that day. And more so the need to feel good, more so the need to heal and to boost our confidence through doing something spiritual. So this could be a day where we're trying to get in touch with our inner mystic by doing things like meditation, playing around with divination, getting back in touch with nature, depending on the weather situation, wherever you live, and looking into new age forms of healing. This could also be channeled through creativity. So we might get a considerable boost confidence wise and ego wise by doing creative things. So whether that is sketching, whether that is painting, whether that is doing something through photography or playing music or writing, this could be a day where you're feeling inspired and you're wanting to just get those creative juices flowing and create something magical. The next day, Venus leaves Aries and enters Taurus where it is absolutely happy to be in. Venus hasn't been in one of its home signs since Libra, which was five months ago around October 20th. 22nd before it went to Scorpio, where it went into its sign of detriment. And now it's leaving Aries, its fall position, and heading into a place where it's comfortable and it's at home. This planet could really do its thing. It got to do its thing also in Pisces, where it's exalted. But there's no place like being home. So paired with Taurus, Venus is in its glory. Venus is about doing the things that we enjoy, taking in life's pleasures, enjoying all of our senses, and soaking up the things that make us feel tranquil. Taurus is about enjoying the experience of being in the body and feeling all those feel-good things, which is one of the benefits that comes with being embodied. The Taurus energy is about living the soft life, ensuring our self-worth is intact, and that we have all the resources necessary to make ourselves comfortable. So paired with Venus, this is a match made in heaven. Under this influence, we'll be focused on things that don't create turbulence in our life, and we'll be more concerned with creating stability and ease in our lives. So if you needed a break from being so high strung, this is the perfect energy because it's not as high octane as Venus and Aries. So it gives us permission to just take a moment, take a break, enjoy ourselves, do something that's just easygoing, treat ourselves to things that enhance our senses and things that feel good, like doing little spa treatments at home or taking the day to lounge and just watch movies and eat chocolate. This is because Taurus is of the senses and anything that feels good stimulation-wise, and not stimulation-wise like Mercury, bodily stimulation-wise. In Taurus, we tend to lean into those feel-good things. And there's nothing wrong with that. There are times in life we need to treat ourselves. There are times in life we deprive ourselves for whatever reason, depending on what's going on with us, our emotional state, our mental state. Sometimes we restrict ourselves. But this could result in you finally doing you and taking care of your needs, especially after a really turbulent period. So the urge to seek out what brings us comfort will be really strong. Obviously, this could be a slippery slope sometimes within this energy, but we will definitely get to that when we get to that. But there are points and times where you just kind of need to do that for yourself. And luckily in this energy, we feel less guilty about having that additional glass of wine or spending a little more on something to treat ourselves, buying better quality things because they feel good and they last long. Taurus is about durability. And I'm not saying something that's thrifty can't last long because it certainly can, but sometimes it's better to splurge a little bit on certain items. There are certain items where you kind of can't skimp because if you buy the cheaper version, you end up spending more money in the long run because you have to keep replacing that. And at least within this energy, we'll just say, fuck it. I'm going to spend the extra money because I want something that's going to be long lasting. And speaking of long lasting, that's something that we're going to be seeking out more within this energy. We're going to be looking for things that bring us stability, whether that's romance wise, because we are dealing with Venus and Venus has a lot to do with 
our love life or to do with our finances because also Venus has to do with how we earn money. Romance wise, this is not a very fast acting Venus. This is a Venus that takes its time. And a lot of the times that has to happen. We're just coming off the heels of Venus and Aries, which is a fast paced, go, 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 take no prisoners sort of energy. It's a shoot your shot energy, just kind of like Venus and Sagittarius or any Venus in the fire signs. But in this energy, we take our time to make sure it's the right choice because we want to ensure that what we're committing ourselves to is something that's long lasting, something that's going to stand the test of time. So if you're single, you're really going to be scanning and taking your time to ensure that someone's of quality and someone is worth your time overall. This could be a period where you're looking at situations if you're dating someone and seeing if that person brings value to your life or not. So this is a period of evaluating that who you have in your life romance-wise is top-notch. Within this energy, we need financial stability. Venus is how we earn money. And in Taurus, we need that security. We need that comfort. Each sign needs stability and comfort, but there are some signs that require it more. It is almost ability for Taurus is as necessary as breathing air. So this is going to be a time where financially, whatever you're looking for career-wise, you're going to ensure that it's something that's going to feed you for the long haul. And this is the energy of not just going for any job, just in hopes that someone says yes. This is the type of energy that takes its time to ensure the financial situation or the career situation it is getting itself into is going to give it an abundant amount of resources. So this could be a time where you're ensuring that you're upping your pay grade and getting into something that's going to be long lasting. It's going to have longevity for you career wise. And for the lovely things, there's always the lower vibration of this, like there is any time a planet changes signs. And regardless if Venus loves being in Taurus, there are of course some things that go on within this energy that can be problematic and we can run into some snags. One of the issues is this is about feeling good. And so sometimes we can want to feel good so much that we're overindulging in something that's not good for us. It's fine as long as you're doing stuff in moderation. It's fine to make yourself feel good or treat yourself in moderation at the same time within this energy we may not know when to say when when it comes down to whatever we're consuming sometimes this can translate into shopping sometimes this can translate into being lazy and laying around too much and not doing anything because we're craving that softness and that ease and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with taking a day or two to just lounge around but after a while it can be problematic because there are things that have to get done in life we also have to be aware of greed in another sense where it comes down to money this can bring out our more material realistic side. Kind of like I was saying, there's nothing wrong with going for quality and going for the expensive things. There's nothing wrong with going for the thrifty thing. But this energy can inflate our inner snob. So that's something that we want to be aware of within this. Also, because this energy is about resources and possessions, we also have to worry about our possessive side showing up in relationships. So that's something else you want to be aware of. The energy of Taurus likes to control things and doesn't like to leave its comfort zone at times. So there can be an issue with control that we have to worry about with this. Sometimes that control in relationships and sometimes that control is wanting to keep things the same so we have to be aware of just that need for stability we all want stability stability is great but like i said stability is like breathing air in a tourist sort of sense so we have to be aware of controlling the narrative in favor of keeping things the same way. But other than that, Venus and Taurus is a lovely energy. It's going to be great for de-stressing. We absolutely need that. We've had a lot of dynamic energy astrologically. I mean, this month is not over. We still have so much stuff going on throughout this year. But for right now, let's enjoy this energy and just embrace a little bit of softness in our lives. 
And to be honest, we're going to need that because the 16th is a jam-packed day full of planetary transits. We have Mercury conjuncting Neptune, we have the Sun squaring Mars, and we have Venus squaring Pluto right out the gate because Pluto will be going into Aquarius very soon, the next week. And because it's going into a fixed sign, it is going to automatically square Taurus being another one of the fixed signs. So as I was saying earlier, some of that soft energy, let's try and soak up as much of it as we can because we've got dynamic stuff going on on that day. Mercury making that conjunction with Neptune is going to be great for being high-minded and hopefully a saving grace because it has a peaceful tone to it. It has an easy tone. It has a compassionate tone when we're communicating with others. So there tends to be more empathy when we're dealing with people. There tends to be more of an understanding when we're dealing with people. Again, this is also why we were getting a lot of that psychic energy because it just continues on. This is one of those energies where we feel extrasensory. We feel intuitive. We're able to pick up on other people's energies, which in some ways can be okay. But within the energy that we were seeing on the graph with the imagination and confusion, this could be problematic because there may be some fogginess that day. We may feel kind of blurry when it comes down to some of the things that we're understanding or not understanding. The details may be hazy on certain things. It may be a day where it's hard to sign contracts or memberships or whatever you're trying to go through where you need to understand the fine details of something. So if you're feeling foggy, take a step back if possible and come back to it when you're feeling more clear-minded. And we'll need that because Venus is making that square with Pluto like I was mentioning earlier and this can bring up control issues in relationships. We could feel more edgier than normal when it comes down to complexities within a relationship. This could be a day of petty arguments. This could be a day of power struggles. It could also be a day where something that was buried beneath the surface comes to light and it's uncomfortable and we're having to deal with it within a relationship, resulting in an argumentative tone. On top of that, the sun is making a square with Mars on that same day, which can bring out ego issues. An energy like this, the crazy thing about it is it's a fun energy. The only thing we have to worry about is being overly puffed up and throwing our weight around confidence-wise because our egos are in overdrive within this energy. This could also bring out our reckless side. This can bring out our excitement-seeking side. So we could be throwing caution to the wind this day and deciding that we want to go on a crazy adventure or do something more daring that we normally don't. And you want to be aware of that because the careless behavior that comes with this energy does bring about some consequences. Sometimes that's clumsiness and sometimes that's tension with others. And given the energies on that day and then the next day, you definitely want to be aware of that. We absolutely want to make sure we're not stepping on anyone's toes. And speaking of the next day on the 17th, Mercury's going to make a square with Mars, but Mercury is also going to be in a Kazemi. The sun's going to conjunct Mercury, which happens to be a very lovely energy. It just so happens that those contacts that the sun is making the Mars and that Mercury is making the Mars might put a little bit of a damper on some of it. With all these energies combined, we can feel mentally sharp. We can finally feel like we're breaking through any fog that we were experiencing earlier in the week. And having a lot of epiphanies, having a lot of aha moments when it comes down to complexities in our lives. But with this square going on with the Sun and Mars and Mercury and Mars, we do need to be aware of being too overdramatic. We do have to be aware of being overly pushy. We have to be aware of just coming off confrontationally. Anytime I see hard Mercury-Mars alignments, one thing I will say is, one of the great things is, it's helpful if you need to assert yourself and if you've needed to speak up. So our hand might be forced in some sort of way to speak up about situations or protecting people who don't have a voice themselves or immediately nipping a situation in the bud if someone's being disrespectful to us. At least on that same day, Venus is making a sextile to Saturn and the lovely thing about this transit is, it reminds us of the importance of committing to the right situation, the right people, 
the right career path, and anything else that requires us to be in something for the long haul. So it helps us commit to things that are worth our while. In other words, if we've been in a situation romantically, we're seeing that there's progress, we're seeing that there's hope, we're seeing that there's a future and there's potential, this could be a day where we're committing ourselves to that. If you're single, this could be a time where you're wanting to learn how to invest in the right people. And in a committed relationship, you guys could be reaffirming your love for one another. You guys can be reaffirming your commitment to one another. This could also call us to action when it comes down to career situations or in the way we earn money. We may start seeking out ways to make more. We may start seeking out ways to make more in the long term. So this could be about applying for positions that are worth our time or investing in something in terms of our own business if we are trying to create a business for ourselves. This truly encourages us to commit to things that have a return on investment. By the time we get to the 19th, we have a plethora of Mercury transits. And by the end of the day, Mercury will transition into Aries. The 19th is just a concentrated day in terms of planetary activity, especially with all the Mercury stuff. And we also do have a Jupiter alignment that's going on on that day too. But mostly with the Mercury stuff, it's mixed bag until we get to the Pluto alignment. Mercury is going to make a semi-sextile with Saturn. Mercury is also going to make a semi-square with Uranus. And so those two energies in itself, they're harsh and it could be a day where we're dealing with a mixed bag of people blurting out things because it's shocking and because it gets some attention. Or it could be a day where we're dealing with people who are icy. So we can have a mixed bag of energies when it comes down to that. We can feel overwhelmed by text messages and unexpected text messages from people that we don't want to communicate with. Or we could be on the other end and trying to communicate with someone else and we're just getting this iciness from them, which has more to do with the Saturnian stuff. But Mercury's going to make a sextile with Pluto, which is amazing for solving complexities. So if there's been any sort of drama that's been going on, this may be helpful for getting to the root of the problem and having a conversation, having a dialogue with someone and finding out why you guys got to the place that you did. This is also great for constructiveness. This is amazing for having deep conversations, also for unrooting things in a way that's healthy. Anytime you uncover things with Pluto, even if it's uncomfortable, it's meant to happen because it needs to be seen. But at the same time, this is like coming up with things, finding something that you haven't been able to solve. In other words, uncovering an answer to something that seemed like it eluded you. Then with the Jupiter Uranus stuff, this could be a fun energy, but this is something where we want to be aware of ourselves with. We want to be careful because it's a very risky energy. Jupiter is going to make a semi-sextile with Uranus. The semi-sextile has been on and off, you know, over the last eight months because of Jupiter's orbit and Uranus's orbit. But this is one of those times where it's going to connect. So we'll feel this energy more potently than we normally do. And it could give us the urge to do something thrill-seeking. It could be one of those days where we take unexpected risk on reckless things that we shouldn't be taking risk on. So you want to be aware of that. If something seems like it may not pan out and the odds aren't in your favor, you just want to make sure that you're not throwing your money at it or whatever the situation might be, throwing yourself at it. Something that's just a waste of time and your energy. You just want to make sure you're avoiding that at all costs because this is one of those energies where things can backfire. And we will definitely have to be as mindful as we possibly can because later on that day, Mercury is going into Aries and and so this in itself can amp up some of that need to take major risk for no reason. So Mercury and Aries is great. Mercury and Aries is amazing for quick thinking, but we can be more impulsive than normal in terms of what we're thinking and not thinking to the harmonious parts first. We are transitioning out of Pisces theoretical sort of style of thinking and compassionate way of communicating for a more direct and honest approach that's rapid and fast. Mercury and Aries is excellent for quick thinking. It is great for absorbing things quickly. 
It is great for taking decisive action on things rather than going back and forth. So we will absolutely know what we want and we won't be afraid to go after it. There won't even be a second thought when we're dealing with Mercury and Aries. One of the beautiful things about Mercury and Aries is you know exactly what the person's thinking. There's no BS. There's no passive aggressiveness that comes with this energy. In other words, people are pretty honest. People are blunt, sometimes in a favorable way, other times maybe not so much, but there's a directness in our conversations. So shooting from the hip, becomes more pronounced within this energy. Again, that could be a good thing. That could be a lower vibrational thing. But on a beneficial level, this could be great for just knowing where we stand with people. Feeling as though there's an authenticity to the air when it comes down to the way we're communicating with other people and the communication that we're receiving from others. An energy like this is going to be great for getting to the point. So a Mercury like this is helpful if we don't have a lot of time, but we need to get some factual information pretty quickly and not being bogged down by unnecessary details. And of course, there's a lower vibration as there is anytime there's a sign change. And with Mercury and Aries, Mercury and Aries is direct. Mercury and Aries has a take no prisoner sort of attitude. And sometimes that bluntness can turn into brutalness. We can feel a little bit agitated when we're dealing with longer winded people in this energy. There's some nervous energy that comes with this because it's so quick and rapid in its thought processes. And we could need constant simulation and get bored very quickly with certain things. So that could be problematic in itself within an energy like this. We got that big airy stellium and now Mercury's joining this. The sun will be here the next day. So we've got a lot of Aries energy ahead for Aries season that's coming up within a 24 hour period. So this should be fascinating. Um, I'm sure it'll be fun, but obviously we can run into some snags with some of this. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.